So like gestures and stuff? Gestures, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, gestures are a big one. Like circle for camera, V for flash, and then like... (laughs) V for flash. Uh, V for flash, (laughs) yeah. Welcome to Second Opinion, the reviews show here on The Nexus. I am your host, Ian R. Buck, and today I will be joined by Kareem Mohammed, so we can talk about the OnePlus 6T. Find the show notes for this episode at thenexus.tv slash SO59. All right, Kareem, so you bought this OnePlus 6T. Um, you got the T-Mobile version, correct? Yeah, the T-Mobile version. Yeah. And what, what were the different... Like, I know they have the unlocked version, T-Mobile. Were there any other carriers that carried it? No, only T-Mobile carries it, like, officially. Okay. Yeah, okay. but they're supported by Verizon. I don't know if AT&T support. They have Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm pretty sure that the unlocked version, since it has, like, all of the radios you could ever want, GSM, you can CMDA. just yeah, you can mm-hmm. just put a, any old SIM card yeah. in it and have it work. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'd like to add, the T-Mobile version is the mid-range model. They don't have any other model. Oh. So if you're going to the T-Mobile version, if you're going to go buy it at T-Mobile, you're going you're looking for the 580 model. Okay. 8 gigs of okay. RAM, 20 gigs of storage, yeah. Yeah, so let me just uh, run through the list of the those pricings there. Mm-hmm. Um at least at launch, uh it was $550 for the 6 gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage. Uh 580, so that's the one that you said T-Mobile has. Yep. Yep, 580 is uh, 8 gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage. Um $630 is 8 gigs of RAM and 256 gigabytes of storage. And then the $700 McLaren edition is 10 gigs of RAM and 256 gigabytes of storage. Yeah, more than my computer, yeah. for that matter. <laughs> I, yeah, I think uh, this is definitely the most RAM in a, f- like a consumer-grade phone that I've ever heard of. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the only one on the U.S. model in the U.S. market, too. Yeah. Or available for the U.S. market, at least. So let's uh, let's dive into the display because that's uh, that's going to be the first thing that people really notice about a computer when they when they buy it. Um, yeah. How is that display? Um, it's your it's like a lot of people. It's a 1080p display. Okay. AMOLED, which is pretty nice, 6.4 inches uh, with a notch. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a weird 1080 though because it's, it's like it's 19 and a half by nine. Yeah, it's really weird how it goes. <laughs> All these like phone models have come like either eighteen by nine, nineteen and a half by nine. But yeah, yeah, it's a weird aspect ratio. Um, you don't really notice it if you're scrolling through web browsers and whatnot. But if you're watching mm-hmm. video, you definitely notice it, especially when you're trying to zoom in. Right. Even even with the newer like tech YouTubers having their newer standardized yeah uh, video models, you'll still see black bars on the OnePlus 16. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. Try yeah. to zoom in. And whatnot. Yeah, because I I know Marquez has started putting out his videos in. 18 by 9, I think, now. Yeah. Uh, but that's wider still. Yeah. <laughs> they, they made it wider because they added, like, a few, like, a point, a few point inches okay. onto the screen compared to the 6. Yeah. So that's about it. Um, The screen's really nice. 1080p is not a big deal. I've been stuck yeah. in, sticking with this since, like, the Note 3 from the iPhone 7. Yeah, I and agree. I mean, like, since since they have over 400 pixels per inch there and, like, it's you know your eyes can't perceive that so why do we need to keep going higher uh, higher it's fine. And higher, yeah it's fine so it's it's fine um the color the color accuracy i don't know it's it's a little worse than the 7 plus i came from a previous iphone so i'll be doing a lot of comparisons along the mm-hmm. way it's slightly worse i don't know if it's because of amoled display compared to lcd the contrast is 
it's not as contrasty, I'd say. And the colors are slightly more saturated, but it's still, it's still a good, it's a good display, to say the least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go as bright as the iPhone 7 Plus. Like, when I max it out, it's bright, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, blinding bright like the 7 Plus was. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I had. Oh, and the teardrop notch. Is, yeah. Like, it's, it's great. Like, I know a lot of people hate notches. I, per se, also hate notches. But the teardrop notch isn't bothering to say. It's, it's actually a really nice design. Like the way they implemented it, just yeah, it's a, it's a teardrop. Do they do they have like the notifications actually can take up all that space until they get to the notch? Um, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. It does good. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can disable it, the notch. And when you disable it, you it the notifications are still up there, but it's just black. So oh. the pixels are disabled, but there's notifications still up there. Oh, okay. There's still notifications. Interesting. Up there, yeah. mm-hmm. I think there's a few other phones with notches that does that do that with. But yeah, I know the 6T does it definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that the the teardrop notch is nice. It doesn't bother me in the least. It's not like the Google Pixel 3 XL or yeah. the iPhone 10. I think it's probably it's definitely like one of the most aesthetically pleasing ways to do a notch mm-hmm. in a phone. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad OnePlus figured that out because they'll be catching a lot of eyes, especially yeah. in the T-Mobile department when their mm. T-Mobile customers just come in and mm-hmm. they have it like in display on display and they come in and like oh that's a nice looking phone yeah and when I was going in there too T-Mobile the T-Mobile employees were like yeah it's a really nice phone the display is really cool it has a teardrop notch around they're really advertising cool <laughs> and it's and it's just fun to see um the in-screen fingerprint sensor yeah I think that's the coolest thing about the it display is, for me it is the coolest thing in display it's like it's novelty is not worn out yeah it's still it's still super cool <laughs> like just Tur- opening it, turning it on, and just like this feels like magic. Mm-hmm. More magic than Apple could ever do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's great. It's not perfect to say the least. Like there will be times where it just like takes a long. It's inconsistent to say the least. Okay. Like most of the time, like I'd say sixty-five to seventy percent of the time, it'll work. Just as it'll work really fast. Mm-hmm. It worked about. It feels about as fast as when I had my seven plus. Probably because. It skips all the animations and whatnot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Compared to the seven plus, yeah. But there are times where my if my hands are really like oily or has a lot of lotion on it, mm-hmm. I try to use it. It takes a little longer for the fingerprint to display. Or if my hands are really dry, it will take a long time to display. Yeah. Or to unlock the phone. Sorry. And there are just random times where it just doesn't detect the fingerprint. It's been happening more often hmm. now. But I just have to like hold it and then tap it off okay. and just. Uh, key, and then it'll, at some point it'll work. Right. They say that the fingerprint sensor like learns your fingerprint. They claim it does. Right. Yeah. So the more data accurate. points it gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm a little skeptical on that. But like, so, but they're improving the software updates. Mm-hmm. Like 9.0.1 to 9.0.2. I noticed the speed increase on the fingerprint sensor. Okay. So yeah, yeah that was pretty nice. That's good to hear that at least they're fixing some of the issues via software. Yeah. I'll mention software more later, but yeah. And it is, I, I think it's a really interesting piece of technology because, like, most fingerprint sensors that you encounter in phones are actually, like, they're physically detecting, you know, like, the, the curves of your fingers as they're touching, you know, whatever surface it is. But, like, with the in-screen fingerprint sensors, they are literally, like, shining light at your finger from underneath mm-hmm. and then detecting, you know, the reflection That's of right. that yeah. back towards this sensor that is actually under the glass so the glass itself isn't detecting like you know how your fingerprint feels it's basically just like seeing what it looks like yeah Yeah. and that's actually a really quick technology too i'm surprised they figured it out 
to, to yeah. use that to use such a such a device that way. It's really nice too because like there are other ways of doing Instagram fingerprint sensors, but mm-hmm. you see the fingerprint too. This one you don't see it at all. Okay, like, you don't see like the any of the technology or the right. materials that that are used. For yeah, it. it's just like you have that soft that kind of image of a finger fingerprint that you just put mm-hmm. your finger on there and it works. So that's really cool. And the light, I mean, when you have your when you have ambient mode on and you tap it to turn it on, when you hold your fingerprint on it, the whole display just brights, right? Just like turns on, which I thought didn't happen at first. But when I first when I got it, it actually just blows up the entire display. <laughs> so when I was trying to open it, it which is oh. interesting because it is an AMOLED display, mm-hmm, so it wouldn't have to turn on all the pixels if yeah, it didn't want to. It's weird because even when I'm when I'm when I have it like just on the lock screen, yeah. it doesn't do that. It just lights oh, up okay. the specific part. So I don't know what OnePlus's logic was that on there, huh. but it still works. Like whenever I use it at night, it just blinds me, but it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. The at least the pixels on the black don't turn on. Okay, yeah. On the iPhone. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that. That's that's pretty much what I have left on a display. It's a good display. The fingerprint sensor is great. And I hear that it came with a free screen protector in oh, yeah. the box. Mm-hmm. It came with a free screen protector in the box. Granted, it's like a plastic one, but it's still great. Like the fact that they gave us one. Yeah. Like it kind of it kind of makes up for the fact that they have no headphones in the yeah. box. So it's like. You know, you compromise one way or another, but still nice. I have headphones myself, so I mean, it's not a big deal. I do, I do kind of like not getting extra things like that in the box because almost always I'm like, this wouldn't have been my first choice. You know, I'm going to buy other headphones Mm -hmm. to use with this thing anyway. I've already have a few scratches on it, and it's like, Mm. oh wow, okay, so my phone's already been protected. So I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm glad OnePlus pre-installed it, and I'm just kind of grateful. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, all around good things. All right, so let's uh, move on to the physicals, the look and feel, build quality of this thing. Um, so for the raw numbers here, we've got uh, it's a 157.5 millimeters by 74.8 millimeters by 8.2 millimeters. Um, that's the size of the the body of the phone. Um, so it's not it's not like a it's it's a little bit larger of a phone, uh, but not quite as large as like the the big you know plus size the XL Pixel or like the Note or anything like that. Correct? Is it as big as those ones? Yeah, the well, I mean, the Note Nine has a six point four inch display. Last time I checked, mm-hmm. so this in terms of screen size, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty massive. So it's it's considered a big phone by many. Right, right. But I'm mm-hmm. talking about like when you're holding it in your hand. Oh, when you're holding yeah. it in your hand. Hmm. I don't know. I still consider it a big phone, to be honest. Oh yeah, that is nearly as large as the Pixel Three XL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the screen to body ratio is like probably the smallest of any device out right now. Mm-hmm. It's definitely smaller than the Pixel Three XL, arguably yeah. smaller than the Note Nine. But it's cons- I'd consider it a big phone. Yeah, like definitely. If, if it feels like. It and the, and there is no other size option. You only have the one. You only have that one option, yeah. the six point four one inches, which I guess is a bummer for a lot of people who like small phones. But that would be me. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah but i mean some, for small fo- phone enthusiasts like you you're already struggling to begin with so yeah especially since like i don't think of the like you know the pixel 3 for example i don't think of that as a small phone i think of that as a normal size phone the iphone se now that was a small phone mm-hmm. right yeah but nobody makes those anymore no like not even yeah. apple i think so, sony had you know some cool compact versions of their like flagship phones no but now they're coming into the biggest not, nobody market. does it anymore yeah well it's the screen body ratio is nice. It feels nice and heavy. This is mm-hmm. my first glass back phone, mm-hmm. so it's definitely it feels really nice. It feels less slippery than the aluminum jet black the iPhone Seven Plus had, ah. which is I guess a little more comforting. 
But the fact is, the fact that it has a glass back kind of worries me more because now I have two two sides of the story sure. about to break, which I guess is a common thing for many folk, I guess. But it it, it does feel nice. It gives you definitely gives you that premium flagship mm-hmm. feel that it has. Can I feel it? Yeah, go right ahead. Nice. Oh, I like how I like the way that the body curves all the way around. Oh yeah. Uh, it feels like like one consistent surface. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from the fact that you've got this uh, screen, screen protector, protector on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it so on. weird holding a phone that doesn't have a fingerprint sensor on the back. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I almost don't know what to do with it. There's a fingerprint sensor in the front. Yeah. Oop. I've always been used to fingerprint sensors in the front. Like I know there's some people who prefer in the back, like you. Mm-hmm. But I just like it in the front. I like to just. I'm too lazy to open. Pick well, up yeah, phone. and especially since like it is in the screen, mm-hmm. so like that is a completely different story than like having a fingerprint sensor on the front back. that is a chin, you know, oh, yeah. that is part of a button. Oh, definitely. For definitely. example, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it feels it feels it looks clean. Feels clean. Mm-hmm. I have a screen uh, case on. I got it as a gift yeah. from a friend. So, but it's and it's nice to have. Oh yeah, one thing I forgot to mention is. The phone also comes with a free silicone screen uh, case. Oh, yeah, like a free silicone case. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. I have to mention that. Is that yeah. the one that you've got on it right now? Or no, no, no. Did you this buy a different is, one? No, this is a gift from a friend. Okay, she bought, yeah, she bought it online on Amazon. It was like twenty dollars, I think. Yeah, but nice. yeah, it does come with one. If you didn't know, so if you're planning to buy a case but you don't have one yet, that's your good temporary solution. Right, given by OnePlus themselves. That's definitely a good thing because I almost always like fail to plan ahead. Like I buy a phone and then like the day that the phone comes, I go. Oh wait, I should buy a case too, and then yeah. like I have to wait for the you know another two day shipping or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, and then it's like <laughs> a big struggle. Yeah, I get that, but I'm so glad OnePlus had it. I was like sticking with it without the case for the first few days. It's like, oh my god, this is such a nice feeling phone. I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to like, I want to have this experience before I have to put on the case because mm-hmm. I don't want the design to wear down sure, over time. Sure. So it's like I'll enjoy it while I have it. Then I'll keep put this case on. You don't want to accidentally chamfer your edges by dropping it on the concrete. No, yeah. I've had that happen with my <laughs> iPhone. I'm not gonna happen. I let it happen again with this, especially since like the the chamfered edges they're aluminum, but they're like but they're like very smooth aluminum. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I feel like you'll notice it more. Yeah, it's more of like a curve than a chamfer, really. It's like a, yeah, yeah, it's actually more of a curve. You're right, but it definitely feels nicer on your hand. And this this isn't a phone that like tapers towards the bottom, right? It's just as thick at the bottom as it is at the top feels like yeah it feels yep. like it's just a straight mm-hmm. straight on down the back yep straight on down the back and it's not it's different with the sides forever yeah so, there's that. yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's all i have to say a lot of good things i mean i'd say the only thing i don't like about the design with this in, this includes buttons so i'm just gonna say like this feels a little wobbly like oh the, the slider sorry the, yeah yeah oh yeah the one plus 6t comes with a slider as all previous one pluses did and by so, slider, we're talking about the like the the silence, the, the phone, silent, yeah, yeah. silencing the phone hardware wise, like similar to what the iPhone has. Mm-hmm. So it has three modes: it has ring, vibrate, and then silent. And it works in reverse, so all the way down it's ringing, and then all the way up it's silent, and okay. in the middle's vibrate. So now, cool. is that separate? That's not the do not disturb setting in Android, right? That's that's the like no. It's yeah. It's different. No, you'll still receive notifications, but the phone is silent. So you right. or if you have it on vibrate, it'll just vibrate. Right, right, right. It's different okay. from do not disturb, which does not give you any notifications at okay. all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. good. Because yeah, one of the things that I uh really, really liked about do not disturb on Android that was not possible on iPhones because of the hardware, you know, switch is being able to set a certain amount of time for do not disturb oh, yeah. to be on. Mm-hmm. So that 
if yeah, the, you still get the customization. You still get yeah. that. Um, this in is, the yeah, this has more to do with sound and less with like notifications right. and whatnot. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I have. It feel it doesn't feel as secure as what say with the iPhone. You it feels slightly loose. Mm. So like when I whenever I op move it up and down, it, it gives you that loose feeling. Yeah, and it just kind of kind of is the is that slider a little bit textured? Yeah, like, it has texture on that? it. Yeah, that's nice. I like mm -hmm. that. So you separate it from the. Um, lock lock button. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. Uh, I like the fact that the lock button and the volume buttons are separated. They're yeah. Kind of they're, they're on opposite sides yeah, of the opposite phone. Sides of I each agree other, yeah. completely. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've been so used to that since the Note 3, <laughs> so I'm kind of glad they do that. So. And then, yeah, and then the, uh, the silent switch is above the power button, the lock button. Yes, it's, yep. above, the, it's above the lock button, the power button. Cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about the hardware. Let's uh, talk about the speakers for a moment. I believe it's just oh, uh, downward-facing speakers. It's just yeah. mono downward speaking. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. Dis it's like a huge downgrade from what I got from the iPhone 7 Plus. Yeah, it's really loud, surprisingly. But okay. the fact that it's mono kind of breaks for me. I mean, I use headphones like 85% of the time, mm -hmm. or no, 80% of the time. But I do use my phone via speaker. Sure. It's like okay, oh man, I forgot it. This is, doesn't have stereo speakers. How, so how easy is it to accidentally cover it up with like your thumb? Um somewhat easy like i i i'm pretty conscious about it but like mm -hmm. there'll be times where i just like move my finger to go somewhere and it's like oh should i accidentally cover it yeah so it can be pretty easy to cover and when you cover it it's actually really quiet mm -hmm. and that's kind of a, that's kind of one of the big disappointments or big compromises you get from spending getting one plus 16 but i think it's something i could sacrifice um, let's talk about the battery. Um, so we have a 3,700 milliamp hour battery in there, which is massive. Um, how yeah. does that translate into real world battery life? Simply put, amazing. <laughs> I, I'm, I've, I was so shocked to see that when I was at school, mm -hmm. I was using it for the whole day. I wouldn't want to have times to use it. And like by the time it, turned, it went to seventh hour, it was still at forty percent. I it's still at forty nice. percent right now, <laughs> and it's like wow, I didn't get this with my iPhone. Normally, at the end of the school day, it'd be like at sixteen, fifteen percent, mm -hmm. and then I have to go home or I have to come here and like use someone's charger to right. charge my iPhone. But this this is like oh wow, man, I still have charge. Yeah, and this is wow, it's it's four forty p.m. right now. Like we've been out of school for two hours and forty minutes mm -hmm. already. Yeah, and I've been yeah. using it pretty like pretty. I've been using it often now, mm -hmm. even robotics, and it's like still at forty percent. I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> and it's like, it, this could easily last me two days. I think it did easily last me two days. Mm. Um, I think it was a, it was like a week or two ago. I forgot to charge it because I just fell asleep yeah and i woke up was like oh it's 54 percent. i should be able to go to school and it'll be fine <laughs> come there yeah it's like it's like 20 percent. it's like wow cool last me the whole school day nice. I'll be able to charge it. and yeah it's just amazing and i was like oh wow i need to keep this battery healthy yeah 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 because it's something that's great because like with the with the iphones it was like the whole controversy with like oh we limit our sure speed and whatnot yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh by limiting just your processor speed and mm -hmm. how your battery works uh, it's different with Android. With Android, you get 100% capacity. This the day you the day you have it. Right. So it's like okay, I gotta keep this. Uh, I gotta keep take care of it. And the the application that you gave me, AccuBattery, yeah. it actually mm -hmm. actually gives you like the oh when you at 80%, we'll tell you to stop. Yep. Which yep. is really nice. I love that. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't even know this thing existed, but now that it exists, I know that it exists is great. So the reason that we were uh, talking about AccuBattery. Um, before we started recording is because you were talking about dash charge, which is, you know, uh, there's, there's so many different companies with different names for their like quick charging 
thing. Um, and you were talking about how, how awesome the yeah. dash charging was. And I yeah. was like, well, I want to have some like technical numbers here mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Um, and luckily AccuBattery can measure that for us. So one thing I'd like to do actually talk about before, yeah. uh, going into this stuff is that they changed dash charge, just fast charge. They have some legal oh, okay. battles. Okay. They have some legal battles with someone <laughs> in one of the countries like, oh, oh no, you can't use that because it's our thing. And oh, of like, course All right, they fine. did. We'll stick with fast charging. Um, But yeah, as measured by AccuBattery, uh, your phone has been uh, charging at about 3,300 milliamps, um, which is definitely, I can confirm that that is faster than what the Pixel 3 charges at, um, which I thought was pretty fast. Uh, I got about 2,700 milliamps uh, Mm -hmm. on my Pixel 3. Yeah, it's it's apps the dash flat fast charging. It's crazy. We'll just Mm -hmm. call it dash charging for the sake (laughs) of convenience. Uh, Dash charging is great. Like I don't even have to charge charge it at night. I could just leave it by itself. And then when I wake up, I'm like, oh, I need to go take a shower. Put it in. Come back out of the shower. Almost 100 percent. And it's like it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So like I could just bring it with me anywhere I go. And it's like, uh oh, my phone's about to die. Just put it in. Do something, do some activity for like fifteen to thirty minutes. Come back mm-hmm. over fifty percent, sixty percent. Speaking of, um, yeah, trying to like maintain the health of your battery by not charging it past eighty percent and stuff like that. Quite often, I'll be like, I'll look at it and go, okay, let's see. It's at fifty percent right now. It charges at about one percent per minute. That gives me about half an hour to take a shower if I plug it in right now and go. And you know, oh yeah, that's enough time. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, it, it works. And I think it's a little faster for me because when I get out of the shower, it's like 63% normally. No, 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 higher than that. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, if it was at like 30 40%. I come out of the showers at 90%. It was like, oh, I have to figure out how to like keep it at 80 mm-hmm. But yeah, it's great. And then like combine it with the massive battery, you just have yourself an all-day phone. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it. Uh, granted, if you want to use dash charging for another phone, using the... Uh, built, use, you have the, the brick that came the brick in the box and the cord that came with the uh-huh. phone you can't use it with another device same thing if you use the brick with another USB type C device mm-hmm. or a cord still won't work that scares me honestly mm-hmm. like what on earth did OnePlus do like that that makes this completely incompatible with any other USB-C device yeah um, that's something I'll have to double check again yeah. too mm-hmm. but at least like you can use your OnePlus 6T with other people's bricks. No, no, yeah, other, I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. which First, is good. Yeah, what's also weird is that I can use the brick. I can't use the brick and a USB Type C cord on my own phone. What do you mean? Wait, what? Like you, you like not using the standard Type C cord you get with OnePlus. Mm-hmm. If you don't use that and use say your Anchor mm-hmm. USB Type C cord mm-hmm. you have with you, you use it with the dash charger. Ah. And you use it on the Type C, that uh-huh. won't work either. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Got it. So if you want, if you want to get that super fast dash charging, that mm-hmm. extremely fast speed, uh, you can, you can only use it with the standard OnePlus USB Type C cord and their dash charger. Right, right. So that's a pretty big setback, but it's still extremely so fast. I guess it'll be interesting if like your cord breaks or if your brick breaks or whatever, and you go, well, you know, I have other bricks and cords here, but they're not dash charging. So like, you know, will it be worth it to you to go to OnePlus and specifically buy a new one of these? Mm-hmm. Uh, or will you settle for, you know, like... I've been spoiled. So. Normal, yeah, speed charging. It, it, yeah, that was going to be a painful choice, especially since this doesn't su- support power delivery. Oh, it doesn't. No, okay. Because it, it was only USB two. It's only USB two point Ah, that's a shame. Mm, it is yeah. a shame. I don't know why OnePlus did that, but apparently they did. I think it's because they're dash charging. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but this does lead us nicely into talking about the ports. Um, so yes, we have a single USB-C port uh, and no, headphone, no jack. headphone jack. No, you get a dongle in the box. Yeah, and I believe I believe that this is the first One phone point. that OnePlus is, has put out that doesn't have a headphone jack. No. Um, the community was pretty disappointed, yeah. to say the least. You yeah. know? Uh, it was very disappointing. Like, he, they even do the poll, like, hey, guys, do you want the, do you still want the headphone jack? Like, tell us, because, you know, we're, we care about the community. Mm-hmm. Like, I think oh, a vast majority of the community said, yes, we want the headphone jack. Yeah. Then later on, they're like, oh, guys, sorry, but the newest OnePlus <laughs> won't have a headphone jack. We know you deeply care about the, this port, but it simply could not fit into our phone, which, I mean, I could believe that somewhat yeah. because they have the fingerprint sensor. And they have that massive battery. So, I mean, that's yeah. somewhat of an excuse, but it's still disappointing to say the least for other people, for the community in general. For me, I was, I already was way past the, um, mm. the pain, the painstaking. You were already living that life. Yeah. I was already living yeah. a dongle free life. <laughs> I had, a, uh, the one, the seven plus did not have a headphone jack. Right. That was pretty painful. Um, I used the in, I used the headphones that came with the iPhone. Mm-hmm. The AirPods that mm-hmm. had lightning that had a lightning cord instead of a 3.5 mil jack. Yeah. So I used that for a little while. I lost it. Then I bought my own wired noise canceling headphones, mm-hmm. and I had to use the dongle for that. So I used that uh, for a little while, but I can't. I ran into some problems with the dongle, so I was like, okay, I give up. I'll just buy wireless headphones. You win, yeah. Apple. And I did that, and then I bought. A lot of people are gonna hate me for this, but I bought Beat Studio threes. They're on sale. <laughs> they're on sale. So it's like I'll buy it. They're 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 decent. They're not the best, but they also had Apple's W W1 chip, which is like, oh my goodness, magic. You can mm-hmm. just connect it with one button and it works. So I bought it. Uh, and I've been just w- living that wireless life. It's been good. It's been good. I didn't have to worry about wires and whatnot. I, I'm still nice to the fact that I can walk to the kitchen, get something to eat, and walk back without sure, my phone. Sure, yeah. It's not even gotten used yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. So it's pretty great. But yeah. Yeah, now you just you know run into times where you ask your teacher for uh, a charger for your headphones before we record a podcast, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Charging two devices now is a bit painful, but it's something I can live with, especially since my teacher has all the cords in existence. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty convenient. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. I mean, no headphone jack is pretty disappointing, but it's going to eventually happen. Yeah, it kind of it reminds me of, like, when OnePlus all of a sudden didn't have uh, mobile NFC. payments. Yeah, yeah when NFC, they took NFC. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. That was do crazy. They, do they have it in this one now? Oh, no, yeah. They, they're, okay, it was a huge community, community So it was, just, it was just the one model? It was that just they... the OnePlus 2, yeah. Okay. OnePlus 3 and above got NFC. Okay, good. I have NFC here, and it's, it's great. I used, I used Google Pay a few times. Yeah. Google Pay is actually extremely convenient. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it basically works like Apple Pay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean... It was working. I would argue that Apple Pay works like Google Pay because Google Pay existed first. True. Boy, Google Pay used NFC NFC chips? Yeah, yeah. yeah, They've had, I remember when I was in high school and and Google announced uh, that, let's see, what did they call it back then? I think they called it Android Pay back then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, Apple Pay, copy Google Pay then. All right. Yeah. (laughs) But NFC is great. I'm glad I have it. I'm glad it's not gone. There are a couple of things that, uh, let's see, they, they don't have a notification LED Not anymore, uh, in no. this one, um, which I like, I guess this is the year that the notification LED just dies because the, the Pixel 3 didn't have it either. Yeah. Um, and since you've got like an ambient display, the always on display, right? So it's, yeah. it's not as big a deal because you can just see your notifications. Mm-hmm. There. It's not always on. It's just ambient. You have to tap or raise the uh, weight. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never lived. I had the LED lights when I was in the mm-hmm. Note Three, 
<laughs> and then and it just it never worked with me to be honest hmm. i didn't i didn't prefer it so when i went to one plus iphone seven plus i didn't prefer i didn't i didn't miss it right right, but right. I, i'm sure a lot of people will miss it yeah will miss it yeah uh, and then the other thing about the physical device is that it is uh, still not IP certified for water and dust resistance, which I no. think I don't think that OnePlus has ever done that. No, I don't think they'll yeah. ever they'll ever do that because it rises the cost of the phone. Sure. And they want to keep the phone cost low, even though they it's still risk it. Very I true. feel like if they do one more rise in price, which they shouldn't, they should they should add the IP certification. Mm. Even now, they should add the IP certification. I feel like the price they're at now, they could be able to afford it. Yeah. Like they've been rising in the past few years. I don't know what they've been doing with the rise in price, but yeah, um, I don't know. It, they say I saw some uh, like teardowns of the phone. It's mm-hmm. built like it's IP like that is water resistant, mm-hmm. but the fact that there's no IP certification, just like you still got to be a little more right. careful. You, you never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's a bummer. It's not as big as a deal. I even with my seven plus, it was IP sixty seven certified. I never let it like a thousand feet. I kept it like a thousand feet away from any liquid source. No, it's <laughs> sure. a lie. I took a picture of water, like I underwater with my F7 Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I was confident because huh. it was 60, IP67 certified, so it was like it worked fine after that. So that was kind of the one time I used water. Speaking of taking pictures, oh yeah, how are the cameras on this thing? The cameras, um, they're great, but they're not amazing. Uh, I would say I've taken some photos and whatnot. Let me look at them quick because they're good. I'd say they're good. Like color is really nice. OIS is amazing. EI plus EIS. That's just like icing on top. I mean, and that's electronic image stabilization. stabilization. Yeah, okay. OIS plus EIS. Uh, it works nice, especially like when you have good lighting. The photos will look really nice. Um, I went to the I went to a field trip to the Minneapolis Institute of Arts. Uh-huh. So I took a bunch, bunch of, a bunch of pictures there and photos photos look really nice. Like it's what you expect. Like it's it's the it's the point and shoot I expect from a phone. Okay. Like you point and shoot it and you get you get a good photo no matter what. Yeah. Like that's what I that's what I want from a 6 from a phone in general and that's what I got from the 6T. I'm satisfied. One thing that's weird is that if you can go into specs right now, the back mm-hmm. has a 16 megapixel main camera yep. and a 20 pix- megapixel secondary. Yeah, I was really confused about that yeah, but when the, I saw the numbers. But the secondary isn't telephoto. It's not. And right. now is, we, it, is it wide angle? Just a copy. But the weird what? thing is... Why is that the secondary one then? I don't know. But the weird <laughs> thing is, it zooms in when you go two times. Okay. But it's not an official telephoto lens. They don't... At least on the specs, it's, it's not telephoto, but it zooms in. It's confusing. Very... I don't know why OnePlus did it, but they did it. Is that like is is that are they using that secondary one for like de- like depth information and for like sharpening images or something? I don't Probably. know. Probably. I mean, they have portrait mode like every other Android device has now. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like it's weird. Yeah. Why they did it? I mean, portrait mode. I've tried it. It doesn't work that well. It doesn't work as well as the iPhone. Okay. Because they're the one that pioneered pioneered it quote unquote mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but it, it's just like well, i don't know why the second one's there but it's it's there so it's like hey it's high, slightly higher megapixels so i'm assuming they did that to make sure they don't sacrifice the quality for when you zoom in right yeah but yeah i mean it's it's a good it's a good it's a good camera to say at least the front is surprising it's 16 megapixels i wasn't expecting that yeah not a selfie guy i don't take selfie photos but <laughs> when i use it it works. You get a lot of detail out of it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it worked. It worked really well for you, Instagram and Snapchat folk people, or or folks. So because there'll be a lot of detail. 
Yeah. It'll look really nice. And I'm I'm betting it'll it'll look nice on Snapchat, especially since Snapchat and Android is so weird. Yeah, because it just takes a screenshot of of mm-hmm. the viewfinder yeah. instead of actually taking a photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It should be it should be fine for them. But other than that, it oh well, yeah, I recorded I recorded something. Okay. Uh, I recorded I recorded my English teacher because she was doing an example of uh, what our projects we're gonna do later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the OIS and EIS is amazing. It looked weird when I was recording, but then when I saw the recording, it was like absolutely still. Like it felt like okay. I was on a tripod. Nice. Um, I was in like similar lighting to this one, slightly dimmer. Mm-hmm. But in the but the image the video looked pretty soft. Okay. It was it was pretty soft. I don't know if it was because of the lighting and the way she was in the lighting, but it just it kind of looked soft. And the, uh, I wouldn't. Oh, I wasn't. Was I in two X zoom? I think it was in two X zoom. Yeah, let me bring up the video because it it was just soft in general. I'd say. And so that's yeah, because because it re- records at 4K. Oh, I was just recording so then, at 1080p. So oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was recording at 1080p. So maybe if I recorded at 4K, 4K, I'm sorry, I wouldn't gotten finer detail. Sure. But I wasn't looking for any extreme. Yeah, because I, I mean, I think I think 4 or 4K at like 2x zoom would be just about 1080p. Oh yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah, I should have done 4K. Oh well. <laughs> Oh, well, I forgot about that, but, you know, something something to learn for next time. But, yeah, mm-hmm. the cameras are great, not excellent. I say they compare, they can live up to the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, maybe the 10, not the, okay, maybe the 10s because they've been using the same. Man, not the 10s. I'd say it can go hand-in-hand hand with the S8, okay. but not the S9 or the newer, newer devices that are coming out. Certainly not the Pixel 3 and 3XL. Like, those are, still images are amazing. Right. I'm sure you can. Oh yeah, yeah. I love I, yeah. <laughs> I I love using the camera in the Pixel Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's all I have to say about the camera. So let's talk about the specs then. Um, yeah. So this uh, this phone is rocking the Qualcomm Snapdragon eight forty five. Um, like we said earlier, you can choose between 6, Six 8, and 10, 10 gigabytes of RAM. And then uh, for storage, you can choose between 128. Oh, they started at 128. That's, I know. That's crazy. It's great. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Uh, so 128 or 256 gigabytes of storage. Um, now, refresh my memory. Uh, Snapdragon 845, is that the top of the line right now? Or are there, yeah, are there other things Yeah, it's the top that? of the line, at least in the U.S. There's no official phone with an a55 processor out right now okay so it's top of the line right now flagship processor nice mm-hmm. nice. at least for a little for like the next two months yes <laughs> 10 comes out yeah well yeah and and i mean this phone the one plus 60 has been out since november yeah early november yep mm-hmm. so there's that and then 6a i got the mid-range model as i mentioned in the beginning of the podcast mm-hmm. uh a45 8 gigs of ram 128 gigs of storage uh, if we're talking, if we want to talk about speed, it's been great. Like the processor speed has been like great. Like the A45 is like, they always say, oh man, the A10, the A10 on the iPhone 7 is like absolutely blazing fast. It like <laughs> destroys uh, the, the the Android processors or, or the Qualcomm processors. And when I was like, yeah, sure, cool. But that doesn't dismiss the fact that the Qualcomm processor is still fast. Like it, right. it can, it can go through, uh, it can go through my phone pretty speedy, like I can I can open I can open up say Facebook or YouTube and it'll be it'll be it'll open up in the snap, and I'm sure software has to do a lot about it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, software and animations mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but the A45 is still it's still it's a it's a good process. It's a mm-hmm. flagship process. You expect it to be fast and it is fast. So that's kind of all I have to say about it. Eight gigs of RAM on the other hand, it's great. It's a bit overkill. 
How how far back in like your history of of you know apps that you had open previously? How far back can you go before it actually has to like you know load something from from storage? No, oh wow, that Let was that was pretty far back. Yeah, it, it just opened let's, up immediately. So I think that was still in RAM. Let's go see. Um, let's go Discord. Okay, okay, Discord had to load from. Well, that's from actually where it originally was. So, but it was still had to load. Right, but like yeah, it gave you the splash screen. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that means that yeah. it was. I actually haven't tested that. So let's say, let's go to Google. Okay, that was pretty. That was in RAM. Wow. Okay, I'd still say it's overkill. Like I wouldn't go this far back for any of my applications. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. But it's eight gigs overkill, but it's nice to have. I mean, here's here's the important part, right? Mm-hmm. It's eight gigs of RAM, and it was still only like five hundred whatever dollars. Oh yeah, that's the crazy part. Like <laughs> eight gigs of RAM, and it was only half the cost of like phones with. Don't even that don't even have eight gigs of RAM like yeah, the Note Nine exactly and the Pixel Two yeah and it's like oh wow okay <laughs> I'm getting the overkill phone for half the price it's pretty nice and the 128 gigs of storage baseline that's actually amazing uh huh like I've I've been stuck with 32 gigs phones for like my entire phone life <laughs> and it's it's just to have a phone with 128 gigs of storage is absolutely mind boggling mm-hmm. like I actually install games now I've been so used to, I've been so used to in, like uninstalling games and whatnot mm-hmm. it's kind of been a habit not to install any games or not. So I have to get back into the habit of installing a bunch of games to see if I can play them and have fun yeah. with them. But it's so great. And I can actually install my entire Spotify playlist Yeah, without having to worry yeah. about it. It's like 9 gigabytes, and I can tell you for a fact that my iPhone could not install that. It just say, not enough storage on your iPhone. <laughs> I have gotten into possibly a bad habit of just being like, oh, what? This is like a 2-hour and 45-minute YouTube video that I want to watch later? Like, yeah, let's just download it at <laughs> 720p. No problem. <laughs> and now you just have it on your phone you forget it you even had it exactly it's and i was say. like i mean you have 128 gigs so like why bother exactly exactly yeah i would i would love to do that if i had youtube premium but i don't but i i will do that one day with one of my netflix shows see how that goes yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's true yeah i i did oh man i downloaded like an entire season of a netflix show as well i was just like why, why not <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah why not you have 128 gigs of storage might as well waste it and yeah it's just it's great that I don't have to worry about storage now anymore. Mm-hmm. It's great to see, it's great to hear. Yeah, having especially since it's in the baseline, that's a really good value. Yeah, that's a yeah, hacking good value. Uh, alrighty, software. So they still call it Oxygen OS, which I think is kind of goofy. Um, but it's yeah, so so it's their version of Android, uh, currently based on Android nine, um, and I think that the User interface is pretty pretty close to like stock Android, mm-hmm. yeah. Stock and is really close to stock. It basically is stock Android. Like you have your few per quirks you get from OnePlus. Mm-hmm. Like on the T-Mobile version, you do get Google Feed on the side. Sure. But on the Unlock version, you don't get Google Feed. At least from my knowledge, it might have changed. Hmm. But you get like just your regular OnePlus feed and whatnot. So, so you're, yeah, you're talking about on the launcher. Yeah, on the launcher. Yeah, yeah. on the OnePlus launcher, which you have. Um, other than that, it's pretty much stock entered, which is what I wanted. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. But they do add some fancy perks that are only available on OnePlus that actually help with your phone. So like gestures and stuff? Gestures, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, gestures are a big one. Like circle for camera, V for flash, and then like... <laughs> v for flash. Uh, v for flash, <laughs> yeah. Fla- it's, it's, that's actually a great one. I use it a lot. Uh, so yeah, V for flash, and there's one more. I can't figure it out. But yeah, there's a gesture for screenshots on the uh, on the OnePlus 62, mm-hmm. but it's really convenient. And the one of the biggest things that I use for the 60 for their for the way they customize Android mm-hmm. is that they have a dark mode. Yeah. So that's really nice. So I just go to the settings and like 
There's a dark mode right there. Good. And it just looks really so nice. So how many system apps does that affect? Uh, it affects the the phone app has a dark mm-hmm. mode. Um, OnePlus has their own messaging service, but I don't use that. Okay. I use I use the Google Messages. Uh, Android, Android Messages. Yeah, the or Android whatever it's Messages. Called. Yeah. yeah, that is like own custom dark mode, but it's not yeah. as dark. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't affect as many apps as you think. Like it doesn't affect. Right, the, the notification, notification tray. Sliders. No, it's yeah. still it still is a normal one, but it does affect like the settings menu. Yeah, and the and the quick settings up above looks like that was dark as well. Yeah, yeah, and the quick settings as well. Uh, but other than that, is like it's still nice to see that it has a dark mode, mm-hmm. but it doesn't affect. It's not like system wide, but the fact right. that there is one is really nice. Like, if I think there's a few more OnePlus apps that I use that have dark mode, but those are the one of the few ones. But it's still, dark mode's really nice. I go into yeah. settings often, so. It'll be cool when, like, Android has a dark mode that is, like, visible to the other apps that are installed. So that, like, you know, let's say you have, um, you know, you use Dashlane, right? So if you go into Dashlane and Dashlane queries the operating system to say, hey, has Kareem, like, set a global dark dark mode mode or not? And if yes, then we'll use our dark mode kind of thing. Oh, yeah. That would be a nice feature. That would be a nice feature, but I feel like that's something Google would have to do. Yes, definitely. And and something OnePlus would have to do. But the fact that OnePlus implemented their own um, dark mode is really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that's available on just OnePlus and on Android phones is the fact that you can change your gestures and navigation bars to, like, you can change it to, like, the original for that was on Pi. Oh, yeah. Your navigation mm-hmm. bar. To, like, the original that, wait, the first one that came with nine, the, your gestures and whatnot. Yeah, so so you're referring to, like, having the home button that is, like, a pill shape instead of a circle, and then you don't have a recents button anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can change it to the original. Good. What it was, to back, home, and recents. Uh-huh. Or you could just use the navigation gestures. OnePlus has its own navigation gestures. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, and it just uses the entire. Sc- doesn't even have it. it. Just uses the whole screen. It's oh, like okay. So like, yeah, it gives. So you can't see the home button anymore, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, you you have gestures to use it. It's, right. You can't. We can't show it on the podcast, but like, go look up. But you just you just drag up from the bottom of the screen, yeah. no matter where you are, on and it brings screen, you to yeah. your launcher. If you use if you do the side, I think one of these sides, it opens up your apps, recent apps. Yeah, 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 yeah recent apps. You do that. So it's kind of ah, like okay. similar to the iPhone, so where yeah, like so dragging, dragging up the and then to the right, up to the right, yeah, yeah. So it's it's cool. I don't prefer it. I just use the back and home, the right. new Pi one. I think that, that the I think the most important thing there is that they give you the choice, though. Oh yeah, you no, know? the fact that they give you a choice is great. Like I, I heard the Pixel Three doesn't even give you the choice. Correct, anymore. it does not. Uh oh, that's painful. Yeah, go, go, the like yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm 95% as satisfied with it as I was with the old system, but it's still like, man, if you could just give me the choice of like which one I like better, mm-hmm. then I would be happy. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing that they do. I usually I would try to go back to back homes and recents, but I was like, might as well go back to the back and home one. That's the newer model. Mm-hmm. I'll get used to it sooner or later, and I did. But the fact that they give me the options really nice. Yeah. Uh, what else? What other stuff do they have that they have the face unlock feature? Oh yeah. Which is, Similar to security, but mm-hmm. it's a it's an op- option that's not available via stock Android. Right. So they did that. And I think that used to be in stock Android, but at some point it went away. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did. I think it did run away, go away. So that's nice. It's extremely fast, but mm-hmm. it's less secure than the fingerprint. What what sensor. yeah? What hardware is it using? Is it just it's using, using the camera? The camera. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those aren't very secure. Yeah, it's yeah. not very secure at all. Um, what other stuff do they have on here? They have gaming mode. I never used this. What so does I, that do? Is it just 
it, prioritize like the one app that you've got mm-hmm. open currently? It, it, it like turns off some of your notifications or whatnot. So ah, it okay. po- you don't get a pop of notifications while you're like, you're on Asphalt 8, doing sure, some sure. intense driving and things like that. Yeah. And I think you have schedule power too. You have pocket mode. Pocket mode is really weird. So I'll show you what it, I mean, it's not weird, but it's kind of cool. So when you have the phone open and you, you're blocking the ambient sensor, you get uh-huh. that. And you have to, it basically like blocks your pocket from doing anything. Uh-huh. It's weird because they, they could have just used the ambient sensor to like turn right. off the display altogether. Right. But it, it, I guess that's an option. When you have the ambient sensor on, well, when you have the ambient display on uh-huh. and you have the ambient sensor covered, it, what should happen, <laughs> their fingerprint won't show up. Okay, okay. But they should have just been like, just turn off the phone altogether. I find it really strange that like it had the screen still on when it was in pocket mode because yeah. to me, I would expect like, oh, pocket mode. I don't need to show anything because it's in the pocket. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Eh, I mean, you don't. It's not on most of the time when it's in your pocket. Right, right, most right. Ambient display probably turns on. It turns off. Uh, but OS is really good. I like yeah. it. How often are you getting uh, software updates? Oh boy, Here's <laughs> we're getting the nitty gritty. Oh, um, I'm on the T-Mobile version, so I don't get updates very often, which is a big, big bummer. Yeah, like the fact that I don't get updates kind of kills it for me because that's one of the reasons I wanted to get on OnePlus. Mm-hmm. I want to get a good Android experience, but I also want updates. It's kind of why I went back to. I the, the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I stick with Samsung and wait an entire year for a software update to the newest Android version, or go back to iOS. Um, stick with the security updates because you know it's an iPhone closed ecosystem. You get updates pretty much as soon as they make them, and hope that I get a good Android phone that comes to T-Mobile. And lo and behold, the 6T is an exclusive carrier for the. For T-Mobile, was like, oh, mm-hmm. yes, amazing. Now I can get out of the iPhone and stick with Android. And then I get the phone, and it's like, oh, yeah, since it's a T-Mobile carrier, we'll have to wait longer for updates. And it's yeah. like, So do you okay. do you know for sure that, like, the unlocked version of the OnePlus 6T has been getting software updates that you haven't gotten? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I've been looking okay. I've been looking it up. Um, I went to the forums and whatnot, official forums, and they, mm-hmm. they, the OnePlus 6T unlocked version is pretty much on... They they do uh, they do Oxygen OS versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. So right now, last time I checked, Oxygen OS is currently on nine point zero point five. And you and your phone has nine point zero point two. Nine point zero point two. And I'm still I've oh, been well. stuck on. Um, give me a sec. I just got that update pretty recently, actually, mm-hmm. last week. It was it did a quick like reboot loop, and I was confused. And it was like, oh, it updated. I didn't realize yeah. that. So it's a bummer. And but you're on you're on security patch for I'm on November first. November <laughs> I'm two months behind. It's like, come on, T-Mobile. Like this has more this more this has more to do with T-Mobile and less to do with yeah. OnePlus. Like, wait, okay, so the November fifth security update that's the one that came out like at the same time that that phone that phone released. So this pretty much hasn't been updated since release. <laughs> oh oh man. man, I don't know what T-Mobile is doing at the department. Yeah, and it's crazy too because there's no bloatware on this. There's only one blowware app and it's the mm-hmm. t-mobile app itself and i think right t-mobile tuesday so it's like what are you doing t-mobile do your job and like because one of the big selling points of a one of the one plus is that you get speedy updates yeah and i feel like this and in theory like project treble should have enabled uh one plus to be able to roll out android updates without you know having to like change stuff at the lower levels where the where the carriers um deal with you know the 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 firmware and the the drivers and everything yeah so it's it's baffling me that t-mobile hasn't given out updates to his users i feel like they're just like ignoring the user base like hopefully i get i get software updates faster than samsung phones and lg phones that Mm -hmm. are on the t-mobile base but right now it's just like 
that's one of the biggest disappointing things. Like, okay, if you for anyone listening to this podcast, if you have the option to buy an, to buy an unlocked version of the OnePlus 6T, do that. Don't even mm-hmm. consider the T-Mobile version because you won't get. It'll be it'll be the exact same phone, but you won't get software updates, which is pretty much a deal breaker. I would uh, I would say that that advice applies to all phones in general. Oh yeah, Just no, buy the sorry, I have all phones in general. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, financing is a good deal, but you know, just if you can afford it, just get the yeah. unlocked version. Yeah, they keep their they keep their phone alive for a like, or I'm like alive in that they update their old phones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They 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 go they're going as far pack as far back as the One Plus Three and Three T okay. for Android Nine. Nice. And that's like that's that's, that's farther back I think than Google does. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like almost two years old, basically yeah. three two three years old, and it's crazy to see. And it's super nice to see that they're supporting old phones. So I'm basically confident. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a teamable model, but I'm not as confident. Right. But I'm still confident that I'll be able to receive updates for this phone for about two to three years, mm-hmm. which is going to be really nice. Yeah. But the, well, the three and three T did receive it a little later than the six T. It's still great that they received it in general. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah. So that's one of the that's one of the big advantages of getting OnePlus long term security and safety of mm-hmm. future updates. But yeah, that's all I have on updates. All right, then uh, let's get into our final thoughts for mm-hmm. this phone. Uh, final thoughts, yeah. It's a nice and speedy phone. I really like it. It's faster than my 7 Plus, and it's only, the only thing about it is that I feel like the more the issues that I have with it have less to do with OnePlus and more to do with the technology. Okay. AMOLED, I'm worried that with this um, Pebble thing, mm-hmm. I'm worried that since I'm in apps, I'll get burning because okay, yeah. it has that white background, mm-hmm. white bottom. But I feel like it has, it has. It was the same issue with the um, with the back home and recent yeah. old button. So, I so I know that like on the Pixel two and the Pixel three, they've been um, mitigating that risk by having the the bottom navigation bar uh, change colors depending on what app you're in. So if you're an app that has you know mostly dark background, oh, yeah. it'll be a black. Uh, navigation bar with like a white pill and then if you are in like a an app that is mostly white then it'll be like a white background navigation bar with a dark gray pill kind of thing yeah what are what are final thoughts does it spark joy in your life as marie kondo would say <laughs> <laughs> yes it's great. I get to be a geek about phones again. Mm-hmm. I could just like brag about this to anyone. It's like they they never. I'm I'm pretty sure ninety percent of my friends have never heard of OnePlus. Mm. So that gives me the chance to like explain <laughs> what the OnePlus is, their specs, uh, what makes them so great, you're what a makes freaking them hipster. <laughs> it's true though. I love I love it. And I just can give reasons on why it's better than your phone, sir. <laughs> and it, I probably my friends hate it, but I do it anyways because it's fun and. Oh, the Instagram fingerprint sensor! Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I I geeked out on I geek out on people with that too. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I I think I mean OnePlus is continuing to like occupy that space of you know that that, that they started with that you know we are the flagship killer. We mm-hmm. are giving you a phone with flagship specs. In this case, much better specs than a lot of flagships, right? Uh, at you know half the price at two, at three quarters of the price oh, yeah. you know definitely. uh that you would be getting mm-hmm. a, a flagship phone yeah it's um, it's it, they're still definitely catering to that market but yeah. they have with this phone they've been trying to get in the mainstream just a little bit they yeah. feel like they're like touching the mainstream market with this phone they removed the headphone jack they kind of mainstream yeah. the design yeah. and whatnot but hopefully they don't that doesn't they don't go for that for their to their future 
Right. Because like their enthusiasts are definitely what's keeping them alive. Mm. And if they leave that, then they're, they're <laughs> risking. Yeah, because they don't have that name recognition mm-hmm. outside of the enthusiast community. No, no um, they definitely yeah. don't. And it's like, yeah, I should probably stick with your enthusiast market. Um, I did find a couple of little fun tidbits uh, while I was researching this phone. Uh, apparently, OnePlus set a Guinness World Record for the most people unboxing a phone simultaneously on their launch day. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not sure exactly how they measured that, but yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. I didn't even hear about this yet until you mentioned it to me. That's actually crazy. I didn't even, I'm, I'm assuming they measured it via YouTube videos because that's where the vast majority of unboxings I guess, happen. yeah, or I don't know. I, I have no idea. But that's actually pretty hilarious, I guess. I don't know. How were they able to do that? How, how does that? Why do they even exist? Sometimes I think they just use, like, statistics. You know, like, I was part of the world record for the most people simultaneously brushing their teeth. And that was, like, at a St. Paul Saints game. And so they just, like, handed everybody a, a toothbrush, toothbrush on their way in. <laughs> and then, you know, counted up the the number of people who bought tickets to this event and then i don't know i guess divided by some number of like oh what proportion of these people do we expect to actually be brushing their teeth when we tell them to brush their teeth it's you know okay because they didn't they there's no way to do an exact count of that kind of thing yeah there's no way to do an exact count but yeah i guess i guess there's ridiculous records like that Mm um i also think it's really interesting that all of a sudden we've got like like three different phone companies that are coming out with car themed phones like we had I don't know, was it the Huawei who partnered up with Lamborghini or something? And oh, yeah. like one plus mm-hmm. is McLaren and McLaren. somebody else is Porsche. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone's a Porsche. It's like a theme thing they do every year. This is actually something I, I'm having I've seen as a theme. Mm-hmm. Last year OnePlus did um Star Wars theme. <laughs> and then the year before that, or maybe the same year, them along with Samsung did oh no, it was it was last year, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Them along with Samsung did an Avengers theme okay so they released an avengers theme for phone them and samsung i don't know what year samsung did oh, it, didn't yeah. somebody do like an iron man themed phone yeah. or something was that was that samsung i think that was samsung it was either avengers or iron man one yeah, of those two because it wasn't just like the physical phone it was like you get a wallpaper and like you know the whole theme a, is a, iron yeah, a whole like um app icon collection yeah and the whole unboxing is like <laughs> That's right. Avengers are oh these stupid gimmicks. Yeah, I'm not. It's gonna happen next year again with the uh, next Samsung phone and the OnePlus phone. The Star Wars one was really cool though. It was like it was like white and red. Oh okay, and it looked really nice. Yeah, but yeah, that was. I mean, I don't like cars, so I guess you'd have to do like a a specialized bike, you know? (laughs) Yeah, specialized bike for your phone. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that'd be great for you and a few other people. Thank you for listening to this episode of Second Opinion. Kareem, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, well, yeah, people find me on the internet. Uh, I have a Twitter. Oh, yeah? I'm not that active, though. I want to be active. That's one of my New Year's resolutions, be more active on Twitter. Uh, so find me on at mkareem, K-H-A-R-M-E, 001, on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram. Um, my name is K-H underscore A-R underscore M-E for Instagram. <laughs> and I think those are the only major social medias. All right, go on. getting all those yeah. six T selfies. Oh yeah, on, definitely on get Instagram. those. I'll be definitely getting those <laughs> six T selfies and six T camera. Fo- I do a lot of like nature and oh, nice. just photography in yeah. general. So you'll be seeing a lot of six T photography in my Instagram. So yeah, if you want to check it out, go there. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, Ian R Buck. You can find me on Twitter as Ian R Buck. Second Opinion is released under a Creative Commons Attribution license, so feel free to use any part of it that you wish as long as you 
link back to the original page, which is at thenexus.tv slash SO59. Second Opinion is a production of The Nexus TV. We are a network of technology-focused shows, all of which can be found on our website, thenexus.tv. If you would like to discuss this episode with other listeners, please go to our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash TV. And if you are able to support us financially as we continue to make technology-focused educational content, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash TV. Until next time, have a good one. The Nexus. The Nexus. The Nexus TV. Podcasts from from the the Technological Convergence. Convergence. Tech news is dominated by big, bombastic personalities. Sometimes we're filled with awe. Wow! Yeah! Sometimes they throw shade. Toxic hell stew! Sometimes they inspire. Live, learn, and love. On our show, Nexus Special, we recap and analyze all the biggest announcements and keynote events in the tech world. Subscribe to Nexus Special in your favorite podcast player today. I got one more thing.